What's going on guys, just another critic here. Welcome back to the channel. As always, we review my biggest takeaways from the previous week of college football, this past week being week 10. And as always, we start with my upset alert picks from that previous week. I had made two upset alert pick selections. The first being the Oregon Ducks taking on the USC Trojans, Trojans at home. And it was really a tale of two different halves, right? USC looked very strong in the first half. Um, and essentially, Oregon finished out that game in a very dominant fashion, beating the Trojans 56 to 24. Um, we'll talk about that a little more. But my second pick was the Auburn Tigers against Ole Miss at home as well. And really, man, Ole Miss gave them a run for their money. Essentially had uh, a minute and some change to pull off the upset. They just weren't able to drive the length of the field and get the touchdown in order to pull the upset. The final score ended up being 20-14. to 14. Um, But yeah, Ole Miss did a very good job in putting Auburn on their heels and potentially what could have been the biggest upset of the week. Um, taking a look at the AP poll, almost everything stays the same uh, in the top 10 uh, outside of Georgia moving up a few spots. But one, two, three were on bye weeks. That was LSU, Alabama, Ohio State. Clemson took on Wofford. So that was essentially another bye week for Clemson. Um, really just a scrimmage. And then moving up to five, Penn State with a bye. Georgia took on Florida. Talked about that game in my predictions. Georgia, I just thought they had the talent, especially in the secondary, to contain um, you know some of the skilled position players that Florida brought to the table. Van Jefferson, Freddie Swain, as well as Kyle Pitts at tight end. Um, and they did find success on offense, don't get me wrong. But Georgia were able to hold them in critical moments and really just had a lot of third down stops and got their defense off the field. That was the opposite story for Georgia. They were converting on third down while putting together very long and extended drives that kept Florida's defense on the field for a lot of plays. Like I talked about in my predictions, I, I think Florida's a great team. I think Georgia's a great team. I don't think Georgia is a college football playoff team this year. Um, there's just a feel that you get about them that they, they aren't you know, very threatening from an offensive perspective. Um, they have the talent, but I feel like they just haven't put together the pieces of the puzzle just yet to get them where they want to be or really where they need to be in order to be competing for a college football playoff championship at this point in time. Continuing on that note, we saw Oregon play against USC. And I just, at this point, don't think Oregon is a college football playoff contender. I think they're a very good team. But as I continue to watch their defense on a week-to-week basis, right, it's been Washington, 31 points, Washington State, 35 points, USC, 24 points, but at the same time, USC, very young, a lot of lack of depth. They're down to their fourth string um, running back, second string quarterback, who has eventually gone to their third string quarterback due to injuries. Defense is decimated without their best pass rusher, their best safety, as well as one of their best linebackers. So um, while they did have a phenomenal performance offensively, I think they have it offensively. Defensively, I don't think they'd be able to stop anybody that's in the college football playoff conversation right now, such as the Ohio States or the Alabamas, LSUs, and Clemsons. 
With all that being said, taking a look at USC, I think they have a very bright future. I understand Clay Helton is, you know, the head coach right now, but I obviously that's not going to be the case for much longer. And if they do bring in Urban Meyer, I believe they can be a college football playoff contender or even put their name in that conversation as soon as a year or even two years from now because of the talent that they possess on that roster. Staying in the Pac-12, taking a look at Utah, who I think is the most complete team uh, in the Pac-12. Does that mean they'll win the Pac-12? Not necessarily, but I think they're very good on defense. They have phenomenal guys that win at the line of scrimmage, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And really in this game versus Washington, where they won 33-28, to they essentially just got bailed out by their defense. The, the The offense had been moving the ball on consistent possessions, but had been turning it over uh, in critical moments. And then the defense stepped up, either forced a turnover, got a pick six. Um, but yeah, the, the defense stepped up. They have phenomenal players at the line of scrimmage. Now, I don't think their secondary is the most you know, amazing secondary in the country or even in the Pac-12. I think they're good enough because of what they possess in the pass rush with some of the guys at the line of scrimmage on the defensive line. And that allows them to, you know, not have to cover guys for as long. And so that helps a lot when you have those guys up front. But yeah, Utah in general, I think they're a very good team. They, they're very balanced as far as their attack goes. They can pass if they need to, but they love to run the rock, not only with a dual threat quarterback, but with some really good guys in their stable of running backs, particularly Zach Moss, who's a guy that can not only run the ball very well, but he's going to break at least one to two tackles. It's never going to be the first guy that touches him that's going to bring him down. With that being said, taking a look at Baylor, who's ranked 11th in the AP poll. They took on West Virginia less than a week ago, and West Virginia gave them a game. They gave them a game. And so while Baylor is still sitting at, you know, 8-0, 11th in the country, I mean, they have a chance to go to the college football playoff if they go undefeated and win the Big 12 championship. But they would essentially have to beat Oklahoma twice, which probably isn't going to happen. So... But we've seen crazier things, so we'll just let it play out in the Big 12, see how that goes. But they've got TCU next week, and we'll see if they can continue this streak and find themselves in position to put themselves in the playoff. Taking a look at 14 in the AP poll, we got Michigan sitting at 7-2, and two, um, continuing their uptrend, right? They're looking better and better on a week-to-week basis, like I've talked about, beat up on Maryland 38-7. to seven. And so with all this happening with Michigan and and watching them progress, I think it's something that, I mean, it it puts a smile on my face because I don't want to see them play Ohio State and just see a blowout, right? I want to see a competitive Michigan team. And I think they're getting to a point where we might actually be able to see them compete with Ohio State when that day comes. Um, But yeah, they've got a bye next week and then... Obviously, they get into the tougher part of their schedule with the teams like Penn State as well as Ohio State. Um, Notre Dame at 15 barely got by and squeaked by versus Virginia Tech 21 to 10. And all I will continue to say about them on a week to week basis is we uh, they are who we thought they were. They are who we thought they were. I don't know how long uh, Brian Kelly is going to continue to hold that head coaching position. But it is what it is. We'll see what happens as the season moves along. Um, Cincinnati at 17 nearly got upset by East Carolina. Cincinnati was a 25-point favorite in that game and only won 46-43. to um, Not sure what happened in that game. I, I didn't go back and watch it, but 
just looking at that score, allowing 43 to a very terrible East Carolina team. Um, they got UConn next week, um, and we'll see what ha- what happens there. We'll let that play out. But, um, yeah, teams like Wisconsin and Iowa, they actually play each other next week, so that'll be a fun one to watch. Um, Memphis and SMU, I talked about that game in my predictions. I had Memphis winning 45-34, to 34, but obviously this game went way over the number, which was sitting at 72. Final score was 54-48. to 48. Uh, Memphis won, jumped five spots in the AP poll to 19, sitting at 8-1 right now. And... They're pretty much the favorite at this point to be in the NY6, New York 6 bowl game. But we'll see. There's still a handful of games to be played. Um, And behind them, there's Boise State sitting at 21. So if Boise State can win out, um, obviously they have a much easier schedule ahead. Boise State, that is. Um, But yeah, we'll see. Group of five. Kansas State continues on. uh, Blows out Kansas 38 to 10. They're sitting at 6-2 and two in the Big 12. Uh, Wake Forest in the ACC beats up on NC State. Um, SMU dropped eight spots to 23. And then we saw a new team in the AP poll with Navy popping in at 25. They just blew out UConn 56-10. Coming into week 11, now we're finally getting matchups that are essentially going to lock pieces into place or put other teams outside of the college football playoff conversation and picture whatever you want to call it with the matchups like Penn State against Minnesota the you know matchup of two undefeateds both eight and no with the matchup of number one and number two Alabama and LSU that's essentially gonna lock someone in for a college football playoff spot um and then Wisconsin and Iowa not necessarily a college football playoff type of you know implication game but that game will essentially put someone in position to play for a Big Ten championship, which could essentially upset whoever they'll be playing against, which will likely be an undefeated Ohio State, a undefeated Penn State, or potentially even Michigan, if Michigan finds a way to upset those teams like Penn State and Ohio State. With that being said, I'll be covering all those big matchups in my weekly predictions. Um, as always, I appreciate you guys listening. And yeah, with all that being said, I hope you have a great rest of your day, evening, or night. This is Just Another Critic signing off. Peace. Yeah, stay prepared for the up and down. Life is like a seesaw. Come say it's a bit.